0: In Your Money Today, Caroline Wright finds out just how hard it can be to get on the property ladder. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. I'm joined again by Stephanie Wren, Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong at Endowers, to take a look at a life goal most of us have, but may seem out of reach without some careful planning. That is buying a house. Thank you for joining me again, Stephanie. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Carolyn. Now, of course, buying a house, most of us will need to get a mortgage, but let's look more widely than that. What are the other factors that you might need to be considering aside from whether you can afford a mortgage when you're buying a house?
1: So I think you rightly pointed out and all of us probably agree buying a house is probably one of the most important decisions in your life. And I think we talked about this when we talked about thinking about your investments. And I think it's similar uh, when you think about buying a house, you need to think about what exactly is the objective of this purchase, whether it is for self-use, for investment. And also you have to think about your personal circumstances. You think about your own cash profile. Can you afford to buy this house? And I think most importantly, you you need to do some stress testing. So I'm sure all of us recently filed out taxes. And because you have to tally your your previous year's expenses, income and mortgage payments. And I'm sure all of us realize in the past year, mortgage rates has gone up a lot, right? So I think the first two questions, like what is the purpose um, of this investment? The purchase price, I think these are things that we think about, but because interest rates has been so stable in the past decade, we probably don't stress test enough to think about, oh, if interest rates go up, because I was very pleasantly surprised uh, when I talk to my, my friends who don't live in Hong Kong that in other parts of the world there might be fixed rate mortgages but in Hong Kong we really don't really have that option. Everything is floating rate so you might be a little shocked to realize that high bore went up from sub 2% to as high as 5% late last year and as a result your monthly mortgage payments might be a lot higher. So I think I was fortunate in the sense that I did stress testing to give myself some buffer, even if mortgage payments go up, I'll still be fine. But I think for those who didn't factor into kind of these scenarios recently, it might come to a shock to you. So I think these are all important questions to think about. What is this for? And also making sure that you think about your personal circumstances and doing relevant stress testing of different scenarios.
0: Let's look at the other things aside from a mortgage, which obviously, as you mentioned, can be quite expensive and can vary and go up quite a lot if you don't plan for it. What are the most commonly forgotten about financial burdens that might come alongside owning your own house? Because there are a lot of other things you have to factor in. I'm sure those of us who've bought properties would agree, it's, it's a pleasant
1: surprise. So you think, woohoo, I signed the deal, I got the property, and that's it. But actually, Carolyn, you rightly mentioned, that's not the end of it. That's just the start of it. Um, there are different things. And I wish someone did tell me before I bought the apartment. So there's no surprise. But now I've learned my lesson. So there are various different things. So uh, in terms of taxes, there are additional obligations in Hong Kong. There's the government rent, there's the rates concessions that they send you that letter or that note every quarter. And in Hong Kong, especially newer properties, it comes with a nice guard, uh, clubhouses, swimming pools. That means you have to pay management fees. And you also have to, as I said, buffer management fees doesn't stay the same. They might increase it every year. So that's also one bucket. You have insurance. So you have to buy the fire insurance for your houses. And I'm sure for those of us who own property would know the property is not going to sort of magically stay the same forever you'll have things that you didn't realize, oh the aircon breaks down when it's the hottest day of, of the month or you have water leakages these are all things that cost money. And I think we talked about this in the episode, we talked about why it's important to have that emergency fund is this roster of expenses and also together with your mortgage. These are recurring expenses. And you really never know. Life is a box of chocolates. You, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And the unfortunate event, un, unexpected things such as unemployment happens then you, you, you're going to be in a much better place if you have some emergency funds, three to six months salary saved up. So you don't get caught up. Either the last thing you want to happen is you default on your mortgage and you have no home to, to stay in, right? So it's rightly, it's very interesting that you raise this. Everyone thinks, okay, I signed, I closed the deal. That's it. But there are other things that, that we need to think about
0: let's talk about another key factor here and when the right time comes you can plan ahead but you know property prices seem to continue rising no matter what pretty much should you consider waiting to see if prices will come down if you are in a position where you've done all your sums and you are confident that you could afford to make the move right now I think
1: we had very similar conversations when we talk about investing. Should I time the market? And I think if you think about buying a property, it's a long-term investment for yourself. Sort of similar principles could apply. And again, going back to what I mentioned, you should really ask yourself the two important questions. What is the objective of me buying this investment? Is it for speculation? If it's for speculation, maybe we'll have a very different sort of conversation. You are hunting for the best deal. You quote unquote looking for a uh, market dislocations. Then maybe it's worth considering, okay, timing the market, finding dislocation opportunities. But for those of us looking really for a property that we call home it is a long-term investment a place that we want to stay until retirement then it is kind of going back to the principles of long-term investment and if you've calculated you've gone back and done the calculations you've stress test you've identified the property that you like i think if it's a property for your self-use it's sort of comparatively and everything it's comparative and relative, sort of timing the market in in that sense is less important because your objective is not speculation. Your objective is I want to buy a property that's a long-term investment that I'm going to live in. Then if you have the finances, if you've identified a property you like, and I think it's less important to think about, oh, is this the right time? Because ultimately you're not looking for this sort of investment to be a speculation.
0: Now let's talk about one very important thing aside from all of this and this is the emotional aspect and I I certainly remember this. When you are looking for the house you find somewhere and you think this is perfect but what happens if for whatever reason your offer on that property isn't accepted? How do you keep your emotions in check if, if that deal on that dream home falls through? I think we've
1: talked about this many times. Uh, interestingly, investing a lot of times is less about numbers. It's really about psychology. And it's similar to do, uh, all things in life. So my sister actually works in the art auction industry and she often tells me stories of bidders also getting the same, sim, same similar situation. They have this price in mind and then suddenly there there is another bid and then they got outbid and then they become irrational. And I think Going back, we said buying a property is probably one of the most important decisions in life. I would definitely, as a financial advisor, which is what endows is, we probably advise our clients not to be too emotional about it because it is a big investment. You don't want to, because of this rush uh, in the moment, and make the wrong decision, right? Yes, it takes time and, and I've gone through it. You need to do a lot of research and then you calculate everything and then you find the right property and then it fell through right yes it is very saddening but I don't think it is the quote unquote right thing to do to be irrational be like oh Okay. I'm going to match whatever price, whether it's 30% more, 50% more, because it is going to come bite you because you budgeted, you probably budgeted a certain price and you went for it. And, and we talked about this. You never know what's going to happen. Interest rates might go up a lot. It's better to be on the safe side. Um, I think better to be more rational about this. It will take time, but just continue to do the research. The right one will, will pop up in the end.
0: Wise words. Thank you so much for the chat today. That's Stephanie Wen, Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong at Endowis. Thank you, Carolyn.